Hey y'all, it's your girl Carrie Turner and welcome to the Life Behind the Collar podcast. Life Behind the Collar takes a real, raw, unadulterated look into my life and the lives of other women who navigate the worlds of ministry and marketplace. I'm going to give you a front row seat to what happens after the collar comes off and the personal life begins. You all, I am so thrilled today to have the incomparable Cashel Kelly on Life Behind the Collar. Cashel is a transformational speaker, author, corporate trainer, and a self-identified serial entrepreneur who is a thought provoker dedicated to changing the world one mindset at a time. Cashel was born and raised in Houston, Texas, with an insatiable desire to see others win at life. She is very proud of what she has achieved in her her own life and having done it in her own way. She believes that we all have innate gifts, talents, and passion that leads us to our purpose. And whether this happens in a corporate career or in entrepreneurship, it's important to understand ourselves, others, and continue to sharpen our mindset to achieve success however we do it in our personal defined way. For as long as she can remember, she has been a writer, a speaker, and an advocate for people. And while she's always wanted to modernize her gifts, she didn't quite know how to do that. It was not until 2004, after she wrote her first book, Pretty Painful, that she realized it was not only a want, but a necessity to give what God had put inside of her to the world. She began to receive an overwhelming amount of emails, from readers to help them. And she asked herself, oh my gosh, how? She didn't feel qualified and quickly became certified as a certified life coach. By 2007, she became a sought-after speaker at various high schools and colleges, including her own high school alma mater. In 2010, it became evident and wise to morph from her coaching practice to focus solely on helping entrepreneurs achieve success. She has been able to successfully introduce the idea of merging faith and business into the world's first prayer guide for entrepreneurs and corporate leaders. Boss women pray and boss men pray, creating an international movement that she is so proud to introduce the Boss Pray brand. She also has Boss Kids Pray, ABC's Prayer for a Child's Life, featuring power words and prayers to cultivate children in today's culture. The Boss Pray movement presented the opportunity to become the first female in the field, personal and professional development to be awarded by her own in her own hometown of Houston, Texas. She's also been fortunate to be featured in publications and local television appearances as well. I am so thrilled to have because Michelle Kelly. You guys welcome Cashel Kelly. Cashel, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for taking the time out to talk to me. Oh, no, thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Yes, absolutely. And so I wanted us to talk today because the title of um, this podcast today is You Can't Sit With Us. 
And so mm-hmm. I know that you have seen you have seen these posts on social media, you know, where people, you know, will have things like you can't sit with us and that type of thing. I know you've seen it. I've seen it as well. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like you were the perfect person to have this conversation with because you have truly been doing, you know, women's empowerment um, for years, for a long time. I've had a chance to watch you, and I'm sure many others have watched you as well. And what I love about what you do is a couple of things. The first thing is that you know, it's very clear that you are that you truly have a heart for women, right? Because yes. the direction that we're kind of going in these days, <laughs> and we're going to talk about it a little bit, um, folks don't really have a heart for women. And so right. you have a heart for women. You understand the spiritual ramifications around women's empowerment, because I think a lot of people don't understand that either. Mm-hmm. Um, people mm-hmm. are so quick to modernize that they don't realize that there's a spiritual door that is open when women come to these events um, Mm -hmm. looking for help and different things like that. And so you have really been able to tap into that. And then just even on top of those two things, there is just a level of grace and a level of um, excellence whereby you do everything that just has set the bar so high for, for, I believe, women's empowerment and how we engage women. And so first, I want to just start by asking you the question, when you see you can't sit with us, what does that mean for you? Because I had posted something a while back where I said, listen, you can sit with me if your heart mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm, if your spirit mm-hmm. right. You know, you can, you can sit at this table. Everybody's always talking about pulling chairs away from the table. I'm like, listen, Lord, I want to add some chairs with some permanent yes. people. So when yes. you hear that, what does that make you think about given your, your years in this, your experience in this, and really truly your heart behind this? Uh, first of all, I think it's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I think it's I think it's just absolutely insane. I mean, it, it's it's very egotistical, arrogant. I don't even yeah. know where it comes from. But you know what? We live in a time where we live our lives and our our beliefs and all of this kind of thing off of a meme. We 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 see a meme and uh, mm. we just grab it and we we take hold to it and then we mm-hmm. grow and then it's shared and it's reposted and it becomes people's way of thinking and their ideology and and, and their thoughts because they cannot muster up a thought of their own. So we, we're yeah. circulating these posts, right? And I and mm-hmm. I love something you said about people not understanding the spiritual ramifications of mm-hmm. the responsibility when you are mm-hmm. taking on women's empowerment and you are pouring into people you to have a heart for people. I don't know when it's happened. I think about three or four years ago, it it it, it became this thing where uh, oh yes. wait a minute, I can put up yes. a flyer and invite yes. all these women. And then, you know, I can pour into them, but how do I get these women uh, to follow me? This is the, yeah. the, 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 the cuffs of it. Is how do I get them to follow me? Well, I have yeah. to show social proof. I have to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, spew social envy. I have to get celebrities mm. and I have to get uh, clothes and labels and mm. brands and make mm. it seem like I'm the elitist and this is who you need to follow me. No matter the message, no matter where you came from, no matter yes. the God you serve, no matter what's in you, what you're trying to impart, 
None of that. Yeah. It was all about aesthetics, right? And it's in the mm-hmm. more aesthetics that you had, they never know. Everybody's so hungry that they did not check the message. Come on now. And they did Come not check now. the message to where they yes. just saw things and then, and then their following grew. And it's like, well, they follow her, so she must be great. This person's yep. following, so she must be great. She's taking pictures yes. of this person, so she must, she must oh, have what I need. I was and I'm right so now. thirsty yes. for what. It is that, that, that they need. And then you get mm. there, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm in a room of people that I never would have mm. probably been in a room with. And it's just like mm. you're so consumed with, with being in the room with those people to where you miss why you're there in the first place. And then, you, oh, and then it, it, it perpetuates, and then they take their pictures, and they post their pictures, and then they repost their pictures, and then it grows. Oh. And it, it's grown into this ugly thing that, that is not about God, first of all. And yes. you don't even have to be about God. Everything doesn't have to be ministry, okay? Sure. But everything is sure. not about impartation. Everything is not about sure. uh, empowerment. It's not giving them the tools that they need. And even if it is just a pump-up cheerleading session, you're not giving them something that they can eat and take for themselves. Right, so then it becomes yes. this, this this thing about popularity, and then hence this birth of you can't sit with us. Yes, and then yes. and then and then once I've gotten all the people uh, to follow me, then I want to open my doors up and say, oh, you can sit with me. You know, you you, right. you you've seen that trajectory <laughs> kind of change now. It's like, oh, I'm I'm a woman empowerment. I'm your leader. Come follow me. You can sit with me. But two years ago, yeah. they couldn't sit with you. Right. You listen, listen. Could did did not just couldn't fit with you. They didn't even really want to talk to you. And the only no, reason why they no. were having a conversation with you was because you paid to come to an event. And even when you got to the event, they still acted as if they didn't know you. So right. every single thing, listen, every single thing that you, oh gosh, you just said so much is absolutely the truth. I want to go back to a couple of things because one of the things that you said, which is absolutely true, it does not necessarily have to be a ministry a ministry event. It doesn't have to be that because right, empowerment right. doesn't necessarily have to be centered around, um, you know, what maybe our personal belief systems are, right. but it should be around providing women with an authentic environment mm-hmm. and real tools in order for them to really push their lives ahead. And I think mm-hmm. that you are right. It has become a popularity contest where it's oh, okay well she has she is she seems like she knows all of these people because she has all of these pictures with celebrities not really knowing that all the time it's not that people know them people just take a picture and know how to position it in a certain way mm-hmm. where it can mm-hmm. look a certain way and my thing is even if you do know all of these people it does not matter what is the core of you and you mm-hmm. are so right that we are so hungry and we are so thirsty that we don't you know that we don't take the time to even discern the spirit. The scripture says, Mm. try the spirit by the spirit. We Mm -hmm. don't discern the spirit. We go on the outer packaging, which is what you said. And so we're thirsty, we're hungry. And I always say that if you are, if you are hungry and you are thirsty, you'll eat anything. Do you know what I mean? If you don't know how to get anything. Yes, you mm-hmm. will eat and drink anything. And so I think that that's what happened is we've, you know, looked at these situations. And you are right. It really has been in these last three to four years. I've seen mm-hmm. a, a real paradigm shift in these last three to four years 
um, where we're doing this. And so we pile these, you know, women into these events and these conferences or whatever we want to call them. And when they get there, you know, a lot of times I liken it to, to, you know, to surgery. We are cutting people open and don't even have the tools to so, to heal whatever the issue is or begin the process and sew them back up. And so, so many women are left on the table, just open, mm-hmm. you know, with yeah. no, yeah. no nothing, yeah. nothing closed, nothing helped. And then they're kind of leaving, you know, just with this, deal with this emptiness and then they just move to the next, you know, the next event, hoping that that's going to be something to help them. And so, you know, so I just, I, I, and and, and some of them, and some of them carry a coming open. Some of them are already coming open because some of of the people that are important to them don't even have the ability to open them. And and, and so it's, it's a lot of women are coming, sacrificing themselves already yeah. coming open open yeah. help, hoping to experience something because I don't even think it's that deep I, I kind of sit back like aren't y'all conference out like why, what what are y'all going <laughs> to another conference for what aren't y'all brunched out y'all full, y'all ain't full yet that's why drinking muscle, you know, drinking muscle has come back until yet? I feel like it's like, like yeah. until the Lord speaks you know what I'm saying? And yeah. people are like, well, why don't yeah. you do the tour every year? And I said, because the Lord told me when you do Dream, Pray, Hustle, next year everybody's going to do a tour. And, and they right. did. And then, you yep. know, what's so funny is that nobody even noticed that most of these tours uh, didn't have enough money to go past two cities. Mm, All the mm. tours failed. And so, but, but wow. nobody, but, see, but we're so, we're so distracted. Nobody didn't even pick that up. Nobody didn't even pick up that they didn't even continue throughout wow. the year. All the dates wow. were still. But that's neither wow. here nor there. But then I, the Lord said, no, let, let this, this thing is about to happen. Let it happen. Because I don't want you, I don't want what I gave you to be lumped up into all that. Mm-hmm. It'll come a time, and when I release it, then you, then you do what yep, you do. And I'm like, well, God, I need to be doing my tour. I mean, everybody's doing this. And he's like, you're not everybody. Sit down. I got yes. this. You got this. Yes. And I was listening to um, – before conversation, even about the people that have invited me to mm. conferences and to things like that, they, they, it, 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 I feel pimped out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I feel pimped wow. out because I, I did it out the kindness of my heart with some people. Some people, yeah. it, it was a good connection. Some people I'm still connected to today, thank God, yeah. because they yeah. did it properly. And we still have their yeah. relationship and we can still, you know, kind of communicate, even if it's on social media. I thank God for those connections. But some people have invited me, have, uh, with, you know, have uh, flattered me, got me there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to sell out their event, and then never talk to me again. Wow. And now uh, on to, on to the, uh, the next person that's up and coming. Pray yep. the next person yep. that's up and coming, and it's just like, yep. oh, but but yep. I, I was heard three years ago, mm. right? And it's so wow how people toss you away because you sold out that event. Now I need somebody else to sell out this event. Now I need somebody else to sell out this event. And 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 and, and, and even even with these podcasts, I thank God for that I can feel an authenticity with you. You know, even with people with thank podcasts, it's like who can I get to get on my podcast to talk to them? And then they don't talk to you again. And they don't deal mm-hmm. with it. 
right? And it's like, yeah. what was that? Yeah. Like, I thought that yeah. for, we don't have to be BFFs, but I thought that we were uh, connecting on some sort of level to where we yes. could have some sort of relationship, right? But yes, yes. Like, no, oh, I'm going to interview you, bring you to my event, because you hot right now. But you ain't hot no more. You Well, it's somebody hotter than you, so whatever. And it mm. doesn't bother me, but, it, but I'm observing of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and you're right about it because it's it's like, okay, who's, who do I feel is the hottest commodity right now? Right. Not, you know, not who is who who do I feel led to to, right. to do this because this person is going to have an impact and somebody's life is going to be changed right. because of her, not because um, she has a nice picture and I can put it on a flop flyer and she yeah, has yeah, a following. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And so oh, you, you said I, a key I word there right there. Lay it. it also resonates with me so well when you were saying, you know, even with the tour and you decided to take, you know, to take a break. Um, you know, it, a lot of times people think because you have a you have these seasons of um, being in the forefront, they don't understand that you have been doing this for years in the background. I have been doing mm-hmm. things for years before yes. folks even knew, you know what I'm saying? Before folks yes. Yes. Even knew, knew my name and like you said I stopped doing it because I said there's something happening here and I don't I don't want to be a part of whatever this is mm. and I will never forget having a conversation with a good friend of mine um, when I decided to stop and um, no, not a good friend it was my pastor at the time and he said to me he said listen he said you can you can do these things for the sake of doing them he said you can just have folk come and show up and that's it he said but unless you are doing this and you are willing to cut yourself open in the process of doing it so that people can really get some real help and be transformed, he says, you may as well sit down because what happens is you become just like everybody else. And Mm. I love that, you know, it's something that you recognize because there is this pressure to produce because I've thought to myself, oh, you know, maybe I need to do a conference or maybe I can do this. And it's not that that you just can't do it because you can, but are you called to do it right now? Are you called and to are do you it right doing, now? Yes. yes. And are you doing it because there is a real need? There is a real area that, you know, God is trying to tap into? Or are you doing it because conferences and retreats are popular right now? They may make money right now, which people don't even understand also, because in most cases, you are investing more of your money than you actually oh, yeah. even oh, yeah. getting a return. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm, you're even mm-hmm. getting a return on. So that pressure to produce, it's not even just, you know, because we talk about it in the space of comparison, but I don't think that we talk about it a lot in the sense of feeling like we need to be hurrying up and doing something. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For the sake Mm -hmm. of being busy or moving, you know, so for you, and and I know you kind of talked about, you know, you knowing that, okay, that's just not me. That's that's not my area. That's not my thing. I'm not going to try to hurry up and do something that I don't need to be doing. I really want to be led in it. How how do you how do you remain authentic to Cashel? Because in a time where everybody wants you to be something else, particularly in you know in what I do, ministry has a box that they just want to keep me in. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. They want it. mm-hmm. it's like you got to look like this, you got to preach like this, you got to teach like this, or you got to talk like this. You can't you can't go into beauty, you can't go into fashion, you can't go. You know what I'm saying? You've got to stay right. in this in this box, and I just refuse to be boxed. I refuse to, um, there's this, this spirit of um, pretentiousness. Do you know what I'm saying? And we oh, yeah. see it because oh, there yeah. are like these 
these cliques of, of women <laughs> on certain on certain levels and they all carry the same spirit and, and I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying No, no, it's no, it's me. a spirit. It's, it's, it's a spirit. Do you, do you it's a, see it's a spirit. Girl? And oh I, no 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 I like, see it. I see it's a it's a spirit. And it, yes. and it's all and and, and I've I've even seen other people catch on to it. Like wildfire. Yes. And it's and, and it's I'm very like, cra- like, it's very Lord, dangerous. I I've seen people yeah, no, 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 no. It's a spirit, and it's like wildfire, mm. and it's like I see one person, and I thought this. I'm not judging. It's not judgmental at all. But yeah. I, but I see the Absolutely. spirit. I know the spirit when I do that. So back to your question, how do I stay authentic? Is that I always yeah. do a heart check and I always check in with mm. God and see am I listening to Him? That I'm not yeah. looking at the social media climb and I'm not letting the internet determine my voice, right? And and, yeah. and who and what I do and if it takes me longer or if it takes me fast or whatever the case may be, I always check God, is this what you want me to do in this That's season? Good. And is That's it and good. is and is it for you? And I will not follow the, the crowd. I will not follow mm. people that I know aren't yeah. following you. And yeah. so I, I, I'm, I'm going to be very particular about what I listen to and what I watch. And, 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 That's right. and because you can get so caught up, like, man, I need to be yes, doing this. Can. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing, yes. oh, man, I need, I, I need to be doing this. There are some fundamental things, you know, marketing-wise and strategically this, that you need of to course. do in business, right? But, of there, but there's a vast difference in just saying, oh, my God, and just panicking about it, right? I, I'm, I'm one of these people where if I, if I don't feel peace and I'm not chill. And yeah. I feel pressure. I understand yeah. that if you put yourself in that place, you're gonna have to keep maintaining that until you, yeah. until, unless you say, you know what, in five years I'm done. You know, I'm done. Yeah. I'm get, I'm going off the grid. I'm gonna retire. Yeah. If that's not your yeah. plan, you need to do yeah. what's best for you and do it the way and, and decent and in order for you and whatever God tells you to do. Because I'm not about to enter competition that I didn't even sign up for with people that I don't <laughs> even know. No. Right? Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> Like y'all do your thing, baby girls. Like do it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm rooting you on, really. Like, but I'm not gonna get all, you know, flustered about it and panicky about it and, and all that. No, I'm, I'm gonna take my time. And and, yes. and the race is not given to the swift, right? Come the on, come on. Yes, yeah. I, you know, and I, I, oh God, I love you. I love that you said that because I think. You know, we think that greatness or operating in purpose happens in a vacuum, and it just don't mm-hmm. happen like that. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm sitting and I'm watching because, and, and the truth is, there are there are moments in my life where I'm like, Lord, okay, what's happening here? Like, you know, I don't feel like I'm progressing. I don't feel like this is happening. I don't yeah. feel like X, yeah. Y, and yeah. Z. Do you know what I'm saying? We all yes. have those moments, but yes. I am also when I when I kind of look at the trajectory the trajectory of my life um, at this point, I can begin to see how, you know, the dots are connecting and I can begin to see how things are coming together. But the Lord has also been showing me how we are, or we've been producing, and I say this every chance I get, we've really been producing a generation of women who are weightless. And weight mm-hmm. comes from experience. Weight comes mm-hmm. from pressing. Weight comes from, you know what I'm saying, trials and tribulations. Weight comes from really having a story, not something that you've concocted that sounds mm-hmm. good, but something that mm-hmm. you have, listen, some stuff where you thought you were going to die in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I always say I feel like there are some things that I've experienced in my life, surely for my own craziness and some of my own mistakes and even some things that other people have done, but I, but I know that many 
of those experiences were not even just about me alone, but they were about me being able to touch the hearts and be sensitive to people. And I love that you said that you do a heart check because my prayer is consistently, Father, what is going on in my heart? Examine my mm-hmm. heart. Are my intentions mm-hmm. right? Are my motives Pure. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. that I can I can make sure that I'm doing things in the right way, that I can really love people and not love people for fake. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. can yeah. really care Absolutely. about what's happening to people and, you know, just have a spirit of um, humility, you know, while we are doing um, what we are doing. And so, you know, that, that process matters, being able to have something to really say matters, you know, because yes. it's not just enough. To, and, I, and I probably love fashion more than anybody. It's not just enough, though, to look cute and, and to have the outside together. But when you get up, nothing happens when you open your mouth. So for you, how, how significant is it to really have a real message and to really have, um, you know, a, a real something sound that you're offering to people where you are well-read and well-spoken and well-studied, how much does that matter? It matters a whole lot. I always say I stay ready so I don't have to get ready, first of all, because you That's never right. know what, what God is going to do and when he's going to bring yes. you into the company of certain people. So it's just about always uh, being prepared. But, but most of yeah. all, I, I am a firm believer that if you don't have anything to say, then don't say anything at all. It's perfectly okay <laughs> not saying anything. And, 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 yeah. and like, I don't just post it. Like it, take, it takes a lot out of me to say, you know, well, what am I going to post today? Uh, let's, let me just post to be consistent in that. And then that a lot of times I'm praying about going live because it's like, I, I don't have anything to say to you right now. I don't know what to say. Yeah. So I'm, trying to be consistent even in that because I feel like don't say anything if you don't have anything to say because mm-hmm. so there's somebody out there listening, right, yeah. and, and that needs yeah. what you need. And you just can't just have words going on, a, a cute little caption here and there. I mean, they, I mean it's fine for consistency in marketing. Like, that, like that's that fundamental thing you need to do with marketing. But I, but I personally want to have something to say that, that's going yeah. to help somebody. And I'm very careful about the things that I put out there. Like I hate when people put out fake news or you didn't fact check before you kill somebody <laughs> off and all that. I'm like, that's just like, like just do your research, yeah. do your dil- yeah. diligence before yeah. you just believe anything that you see out there. And I just think that people need to uh, kind of just study to prove that stuff approved to themselves, right? They need to study sure. more. They need, they, they grab hold to everything. And that's the problem that we're talking about um, that just grabbing everything, everything they see, yeah. everything they read, every, every yeah. thought that, you know, and it, it's yeah. like, okay, well, everybody, let's think this way today. No, let's think this way today. Oh, let's think this yeah. way. Nobody's thinking for themselves. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. need to start mm-hmm. thinking. And that is just like, wow. if that could be my pet peeve, I want people to start thinking again. That's good. They're not That's thinking. Good. Wow, wow, wow. And it's not, you know, it's not even based off of education because I have found people can have more degrees and still don't no. think. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They- Books and <laughs> common sense and common sense ain't common. <laughs> you, okay. Listen, you, you are right about it. It's not. Common sense Mm-mm. ain't common. That Mm-mm. is so true. So, so, so true. So let me let me ask you, and I just got one or, one or two more questions, because I feel like sure. we could talk about this literally for hours. But I know that you have to go. But I want to find out, 
um, and I should have asked you this question at the beginning, but I, I think it's good to ask you now. But, you know, how did you even really begin with this type of work? And then the second half of that is, given the climate of what it is right now, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you inspired to even keep doing it? Mm, wow. Okay. So I, I think I knew that this is what I will be doing when I wrote my first book, Pretty Painful, in 2004. Yes. And so yes. I was just writing a book. Like, I was just like, okay, let me get this out. And one person reads mm-hmm. it and fine, you know. But then we didn't have social media back then, so I was filling up the tr- trunk of my car and hair salon, the churches, all this kind of thing. Wow. And, wow. and, and so people um, – started asking can they have it as required reading at their schools for the girls and wow. the guys and, and all of that kind of thing. So um, I went, I, I, I wrote the book and I'm like, well, they would, have a, they would have me come out and speak about the book. And I'm like, just read the book. Why do I need to come speak about the book? And so <laughs> that kind of thrust me into public speaking, uh, talking about the book and sharing and, and doing interviews and all of that. And then when I went to a school in Beaumont, Texas, and uh, it was after the after the kids. It was two two high schools that had it as required reading. So the whole class read the book, read my book, and had to do a book report. They had me come out when it was over to kind of so the kids can read to me snippets of their book report. And so yeah. I it was it was I was thinking that they were going to just give me a summary of my book and that's it. But they started to share all of these different things that they were going through of, of being raped and being abused and all, all wow. these things wow. and just how they view themselves and how they, it was just, and I, I was with my best friend and I remember leaving there and it, it grew over the time because I was there only for first and second period. I ended up staying to after school because all the kids started getting hall passes to come to this particular wow. room where I was. Wow, and so it grew wow. and it grew and it grew and it, all the football players and cheerleaders asked for a pass out of practice to come share. And it was just like they were crying and I ended up praying. It was just so unorthodox. Oh, my goodness. And um, even had me come out to be their commencement speaker that year. But wow. I remember driving home from Beaumont crying and saying, God, what do I do now? Because, it, again, we didn't have social I, I didn't. So I went home and created a constant contact account for emails and was like, guys, send me an email and then I'm going to put your email into this system and email you all at once. Cause I was just overwhelmed with, I, I now have responsibility because God assigns people to people. So all these people that come to your events, mm-hmm. that's, that's your assignment. And you need to take mm. that seriously because now you're assigned to my life. And what I do with that assignment is my, is, 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 is on me. Right. And so, that's why you have people that are never meet other people because that's not their assignment. So I, I, I knew from that day forward that I had a responsibility to uh, pour into people, to, to use whatever it is that God has given me for people and to go through even tests and trials in my own life, but then helping other people and getting mad at God because why is all this stuff happening to me? But then you have me out Come here, on. you know, uh, <laughs> trying to help other people. And you told yes. me sometimes you got to go on the cross for other people. So when I knew that, that, that desire, even though my life was going completely opposite of what I was trying to pour into other people, I wow. knew that it wasn't about me. And I knew that, yes. that, I, was, that I was a sacrificial lamb in some regard uh, and that and the desire never went away. I never said, you know what, screw this. I don't want to do this no more. You know, I, even though mm-hmm. I said it in my head, my heart wouldn't say the yeah. same, right? 
<laughs> so it's mm-hmm. like you some some things just you you wear like a jacket and you can't even take it off and it's just like you know what you know what you know. So this is why it's so frustrating and it's so hurtful to see people yeah. that you know don't have the heart for other people. Yeah, monetizing yeah. and taking their gift, taking their money and 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 doing this and and then practicing on people, right? They're yeah. practicing yeah. trying to get better at whatever it is that they want to do, but just mm. to be popular. Mm. And it and it's, mm. it's very hurtful when it's like yeah. people that. Uh, really live and breathe this, right? And go yes. through the attack yes. of the enemy for the yes. sake of other people. And yes. here you are just because you got a flyer in your home, girl, that, that got red bottoms on. Y'all about to do this Come thing. Come on now. <laughs> and it's like that's what's frustrating. It's like I, I yes. have been torn down, built back up 50 million times for these women or, or mm. men, you know, in this mm-hmm. case. And then it's like it, but it, but it's watered down. And then all of yeah. these women are not being changed. You're not being changed. Yeah. And it's like nobody even knows. It, it, it gets to a point where I used to run around to conferences, not not women's empowerment conferences. That's just what my thing. It just never was. Mm-hmm. I would run around mm-hmm. to business conferences, right? Paying yeah. $20,000 for this, coaching, wow. and, you know, $11,000 for this. and. Wow. $2,000 ticket to this, you know, because I wanted to be where the best were. Like, I didn't want to be Absolutely. where I was, you know, I wanted to go where, and I did that. And it, and it still did not feel me, right? It gave mm. me tools and tips and all this kind of thing. And so that's why I'm very particular about what it is that I do, because I don't want to take your money when, yeah. you know, you, 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 because I know how that is. I know how when the pressure of me having to pay a coach $6,000 a month and that pressure that was on me and they, and they didn't even have the tools to pour into me. Wow. Right. They didn't even wow. know, they couldn't even see me or see the anointing on my life to know this person is different. Right. They didn't even have yeah. the discernment to say, let me deal with her a little bit differently and give her what it is I need for her to go where she needs to go. There, we don't even see people like that anymore to say, you know what, that's something about caring and let me yeah. pour into caring and, and make sure that she is going to be everything that she needs mm-hmm. to be. Instead, I get, I get, I get a little anxiety because then I'm, my, the student's going to surpass the teacher. Right. So I'm going to give you just mm. enough for me to say I'm smart. Come I'm just on enough for you here. to kind of uh, do whatever. But I'm not going to give it to you all. Because then if I give it yeah. to you all, then you're going to go and go be great. So I need to just mm. hand, you know, hand feed you this a little bit of thing because I need wow. you to come back to my conference next year. I can't give wow. you all of it because then you don't have a reason to pay $300 to come see me next year, right? Because then yeah. I fix yeah. you. I don't mm. want to fix you. I just want to patch you up a little bit. But I want you to stay broken mm. because your brokenness pays me. Uh, oh, listen, just, just, I just, I got to repeat it. Your brokenness pays me. People yeah. modernize brokenness. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Because what, if I fixed you, then what, what, then what, 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 what use do you have for me? Mm, 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 and then mm, if I, mm. and then if I allow you to make money, uh, because it, it, you know, people, people want to talk about, uh, teaching all this stuff, but then you're not teaching them about, that you had to pay for ads and that you, that you had to get a social media digital person to do this, to do the algorithm. You're not paying, telling people that you, you know, doing this behind the scenes and doing this behind the scenes. You're giving them just the bare enough, and then you're yeah. telling them, I made this a day, I made this a month, get like me. But then you don't tell them all the other stuff that you spent it on, That's right. right? And all That's the right. other stuff behind the scenes that you had to do. And how much That's does right. it really cost for me to get where you are? Like, what is That's it that right. I need to do? And it's like there's a missing piece here. What is it? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I remember. I remember uh, clicking on an ad of this girl uh, on Facebook, and she was like, "Let me show you how to grow your business, grow your clients, and never have to do all this without all these emails, without all, without all this. You don't need a big email list. You don't need this. You don't need that. You don't need these funnels and all that stuff and that confusing stuff, right?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, "But you, but you advertising to me with an ad." Mm. <laughs> So you you so advertise with an ad, so you got right. a funnel, and then I clicked on your ad, and it took me to yep. sign up for your email list, and then you 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 emailing me every day, spamming me every That's day. Right. But then That's the very right. thing that you told me to click on, you telling that me I don't, I don't need, need an email list, I don't need a funnel, I don't need a system, <laughs> I don't need. But I'm I'm sitting here watching your system. That's right. That's right. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. You know, mm. so it's just it's just this this perception and this 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 all all of this, and I don't like it one bit. And if I gotta say in the background until the Lord brings me back to the forefront or whatever the case That's may right. be, and That's it right. what in answer the second part of your question is that I do it for the people that I know genuinely want what it is I have for them. Yeah. I do it for the yeah. people that I know that God has assigned me to. I do it because if it was up to Cashel Kelly, I would have just just got off social media altogether <laughs> and gone away somewhere, okay? Because social media yes. don't pay me. My speaking and me going to speak at companies that don't, that don't even follow me on social media, that's what pays me. But wow. so it, it, but, but it's the thing that that I know that I have a responsibility to those that do follow me sure. in a sense sure. and those that do um you know appreciate and, and and those that still have a heart to be changed and, and, and a desire to want more and, and, and the people that are just like us that are not so popular. Yeah. That's what yeah. I do it for. Because there yeah. there are a, a, a you know a group of women who don't kind of succumb to this can't sit with us, elitist all of this. And oh, absolutely. A, they're, they're there, but they are, yes. they seemingly, they think that they're powerless because they're not popular. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm here yeah. for them. Yeah. Everybody That's else good. can keep on with all of that other stuff, but I'm, I'm here for them. And then I know for a fact that this will not go on the way that it has been going on forever. So I know oh, no. a part of me mm-hmm. is here for those women. For these women yeah. that are leading other women astray, God has called me to them. So whenever they yes. get, they quit playing games and really want to come back, you know, and get it right, I'm going to yes. be here for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Lord Absolutely. has called me to strong women. That's my core yeah. faith. And, that, and everybody yeah. that I coach and everybody that I counsel, everybody that I have a, 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 a kind of come and, and contact me to pour into them, I'm the one core thing thing is that they have been strong but they don't have anybody to go to because mm. they're, they're, they're the one that everybody looks up to they're the ones yeah. that they can't seemingly not have it all together those are the women leaders. that God yeah leaders God has yeah. called me to leaders wow 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 and I well, know that I know that in my heart and I know that it's always been the case so all these people that are leading right now they're going to mm. hit a brick wall because it's mm. going to, it's gonna, it's gonna rear its ugly head, of that they yes. are are leading something that they are not prepared for, and that they need the healing that they trying to sell for themselves. And whenever they come to that realization, I'll be here. 
Yeah, I love it because you're right. At some point in time, there is always a separation from the wheat, the wheat from the tares. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. that separation comes, you know, I just believe that um, there are people like you who are who who are consistent in what it is that they are doing, consistent in their heart being in the right place for it, and and you will be right there. God will continue to use you, and many other women like you will be right there to make yes. sure that you know that 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 we fill the gap, that we bridge the gap, that we stand in the gap from the foolishness that was taken yes, place to yes. really make sure that people have what they need because that you know what's what's real what's true you know it, it's going to stand and and, and that's yes. that's it at the end of the day what is true what is real it doesn't matter you know what it looks like it doesn't matter what comes what goes what is true will always stand. And so I am so, you are so amazing. Like, and I, and I mean it, I'm not even just saying it. You are just Thank absolutely you. amazing. And um, we are so blessed to just, to be able to have you, to be able to have you, Thank your you voice, so your wisdom, me. absolutely, and, and what you have to offer. You are an author, okay, yes, uh, a yes. multiple, with multiple books. You yes. are a coach. You are a Speaker, you are a corporate trainer. You do yeah. radio, TV, podcasts, yeah. magazines. I mean, you are literally doing it all. But what is what's next for you? Like, is there anything else that you know that you yeah. want to share anyway right now? That's kind of next for you because we already know that if when we see the tour comes back, we're gonna know it's because God's like giving you the green yeah. light to do it. So listen, if y'all see. It comes from Cashel. Y'all gonna know that it's 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 she's it's ready to go again because God, <laughs> listen, He's given the green light. If you see me do something, know that it's because He's given the green light, not for yes. any other reason. Yes. But what is next for you? Where are you right now? What are you working on? Anything that you can share with us that you want us yeah, to know? Yeah, sure, sure. I am, uh, you know, uh, thinking about the tour, thinking about the Dream Pray Hustle event, thinking about something yeah. just. Just something very powerful for women, asking yeah. God every day, what is it that, that is needed? What is it that is away from um, everything else out there? Because even though every you may see some foolish things out there and people doing foolish yeah. things, they can always sit with us, right? That's right. They can sit, That's they can right. sit with us. Come on. And so <laughs> that thing, I, I, I have so much, um, you know, on my plate right now, the corporate training, like you said, the speaking, I uh, do a lot yeah. of that. I'm, I'm happy to be home for a month for the first time ever. So I'm, I'm home for June. And so just kind of working on uh, doing an online course, helping people to write a book and how, how to, yeah. how to um, promote that book and market that book. Because I, I always talk about boss women and men pray coming out years yes. ago, but the book sells yeah. every single day. Every wow. single day. It's not one wow. day that book does not sell. And people, wow. I want that I want that for people. I want them to um, be intentional about their prayers and they write a book and, and not let it be something like, oh, let me write a book so I can, you know, uh, have mm-hmm. some notoriety or whatever case mm-hmm. may book. It'd be, that's fine because even when I wrote Pretty Painful and everybody's like, when's the next book? When's the next book? And I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. And it just, this pressure was on me to write the next yeah. book. But yeah. I wish I would have gone hard with that book, which I'm thinking about relaunching it. 
you go surely can. That book, mm-hmm. You know, and do it again because it's like don't, yeah. don't let people put that pressure on you. Like if God, yeah, if, 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 if He's still on the pulse of this, and people, and my mom, she says people still buying that book. I say, Mama, don't wow. say it out your mouth no more. Like don't don't put that in the atmosphere, <laughs> okay? But yes, you know, so it's just like, but it's amazing to her. Like it's amazing yeah. that you know it's still relevant. And that was my prayer that God let this be a book like Who Moved My Cheese and and, and all of that that they pick up, yes. for ages, you know, yes. and that they never yes. get sick of it. And so I want to help people um, kind of get on the pulse of why you're writing this book and how to monetize it beyond the book. And, and because, you know, mm-hmm. I've got the T-shirts and I've got the uh, mugs yes. and I've got the Boss Woman yes. cook from the Boss Woman Praise yes. and the classes. And, and it was just like how you can make your brand expandable. And I want to teach people how to do that, you know, and not to have mm. to think about, okay, what's next for me? No, take what you have, what works for you, and expand yeah. it, right? I want to teach yeah. that. So I'm working on an online course to do that. Awesome, 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 awesome. Well, tell us how, tell tell all the people how they can connect with you because you have, I mean, you just mentioned like so many amazing things that you're doing and I mean, on top of what has already been done. And so if people are not familiar with you, I'm telling y'all, you need to get connected to her in some way. How can they reach you? Sure, they can go to my website at www.peshellkelly.com. Thank you for joining me today for Life Behind the Collar. I pray that you are left inspired and empowered. I'd love to remain connected with you. Come on and follow me on Facebook at Carrie Turner or on Instagram at Ms. Carrie Baby. You can always reach out to me for more products and to support the ministry at my website at www.carrieturner.org. Chat soon.